guys, welcome back to the Week in Review. It's just going to be me this week, and so we're going to hope, we're going to pray, we're going to cross our fingers, we're going to say maybe this can be a short podcast. No, it will be. It'll be a quick one here. But before we jump in, I, I do have a, a shout out that I need to that I need to take care of, and that's to Jessica Earnhardt. I want to give Jessica Earnhardt a huge digital high five right now and say thank you so much. I don't know if you guys were here this weekend or not, but if you were at the Temecula campus, you got to see these giant boulders on stage to help us visualize what was going on in the story that we're reading through in Joshua chapter four. But what you might not have known of is Jessica Earnhardt. She made those by hand. She spent hours of her time uh, crafting together these large boulders for us. And so thank you, Jessica. If you guys see Jessica at our weekend service, give her a high five. She's one of our small group leaders and hosts, and she does a great job. So we appreciate her. Next thing I need to cover is we need to make sure that we reminded you last week, but I want to remind you again this week is this, this week is a holiday week. Uh, I know not for some of you, but uh, for a good chunk of us, we, you know, this is a holiday week with Halloween coming up on Wednesday night and Wednesday is our primary night for small group, which means that small groups might need to look a little different this week. So we told you last week to check in with your group to make sure to see what they were doing. Many of us have lots of young families, a part of our groups. And so Halloween's a big deal and they want to be there, be at home with their family. So if you have a group and you meet on Wednesday night and you know that your group would probably need to be home with their family, encourage that. Maybe you cancel this week and let them take the week off to be with their family. Some of our groups are doing that. And some of our groups are also saying, hey, instead of meeting together for a small group, let's get together or get our kids together and do some trick or treating. And so that's awesome too. So just make sure that you guys are all on the same page, especially our Wednesday night groups. You guys know what's going on. Uh, a couple more announcements that we have before we jump in, and that's first of which is coming up in a couple of weeks is our uh, sponsorship weekend, and we, we're telling you about this uh, because we're excited about it. We're excited to, to see what God is going to do, and we want to make sure that every single one of us is out at church that weekend, and so encourage your group to come out for that. Uh, we'll be talking about it the week after that in small groups and whatnot. You don't want to miss out on what God's going to do for our sponsorship weekend. And then the last thing I want to, would love for you to announce in your small groups is coming up in December. I know, I know, you guys, some of you are like, hey, it's still October. Why are we talking about December? But we're talking about December because we're a forward-thinking church. And uh, so we're planning ahead and we're already planning for Christmas. And on December 7th, we're going to have a Crosspoint Christmas party. We want every single one of you and all your small groups to come out for it. It's going to be a great time. Uh, we're going to have a ton of fun together, but it's also a great opportunity to invite our, our missional invites, the, those two people that we've been asking you to pray over and, and invite them to church is a great way to kind of jump in for that. So please announce those things in your small groups and let them know about the stuff that's coming up. All right, Intersect time. Uh, this week, if you haven't noticed yet, I mean, some of you are just getting to your homework, which it's okay. I understand. I understand. And some of you opened up your intersect and, and you're looking, hang on a second, this doesn't look like it usually does. You're right. It's a little bit different uh, this week, but I think it's going to be a great time, a great discussion for your groups. And so let's just walk it through really quickly. Uh, this week, uh, the main thing that we want you guys kind of working on and thinking about is, it, is telling stories. And so that second question that, that Steve has there, it, it's, it is a different question. What Steve asked uh, us to do inside of our small groups is to bring some of our mementos. You know, Steve up there on the stage, he, he kind of brought a bunch of the props, a bunch of the things that kind of help him remember all that God has done in his life. And some from pictures to photo albums to cans of Mountain Dew. <laughs> but um, those are the things that God kind of continues to 
maybe that Steve uses to rather that help remind him what God has done. And so what we've asked our, our people in our small groups to do is maybe bring some of their mementos with them. Some of the things that they, that they have that help mark a, a special time in their life. I know as Steve was sharing his, I couldn't help but think about another pastor that I know, a pastor who serves in, um, in Vegas. And I just heard a sermon that he did recently where he, out of his pocket, he pulled this coin. It's a 30-year sobriety coin. And it's a coin that he keeps with him wherever he goes. Every single day it's in his pocket because it's an active reminder uh, for him of what God has rescued him from. For over 30 years ago now, uh, he was lost in, in addiction. But God was good and rescued him out of that and allowed him to be freed from that addiction. And so he keeps that coin in his pocket to never allow himself to forget what God redeemed him from. And it's just a good memento. And what we want is we want our groups to bring their mementos with them too, the things that they use to remind themselves of all God has done. But here's the deal. In order for them to bring them, they're probably going to need to be reminded. And so just, just a word for your eyes. In your in your weekly email, if you haven't sent it out already, in, in your weekly text, to say, hey, bring any of those photo albums or things with you. A uh, couple things just to help share. And the reason why we want them to bring them with them is, is again, we want this entire week to be storytelling. We want this entire week to be a week where we're just sharing stories of what God has done, which leads us into that third question, and that's the timeline there. So Steve provided that timeline. He showed it to us in the weekend service. And what he wants us to do is to actually just write those kind of those moments in our life where God has maybe intersected us, where God has done something uh, big for us. So there's those kind of earth-shattering moments and also those kind of those, those, those times where we don't want to forget. And what we want to do with those timelines is not just fill them out. Well, that's a great exercise, but we want to share those. And so what I want you to do is spend the bulk of your time this week in small group sharing story, really just going around and hearing people's testimonies, going around and hearing how God has rescued them, hearing what God maybe has rescued them from, but how God has been faithful to them, hearing how God has used different people in their lives to help mold them and shape them to become who they are today. And so I think that that just setting aside some significant time to do that, uh, because it's going to take a while to get through. You're probably not going to get to everyone, but really just time sharing. You know, what are those memories that you are clinging to? How how do you make sure you never forget what God has done? Um, I, I say this uh, oftentimes. the The hardest thing to, when it comes to sharing is to get that first person to share. Once you get one person or two people to share, it, it's really easy. Everyone else was eager to tell about all that God has done in their lives. The reason why I tell you that as a leader, oftentimes you need to be that first one. And so just, just be prepared, leaders, to be willing to jump early and start sharing those stories. Give me some details. You don't have to share your whole story. We don't have 15 hours. We have two. So share just a little bit of your story about what God has done, those, those moments in your life. And then at the end of your night, at the end of this, this time of sharing, what we'd love for you to do is save some significant time for communion. Uh, as Steve talked about the last kind of you know, 15 minutes of his sermon was really focused on communion, on this fact that the cross and what Jesus has done for us is what the monument that we carry and hold on to. And, and communion, this act of taking the juice and taking the bread is this thing that we should, we should never walk away from, but we should come back to all the time. And that's why we serve communion each and every single week here at Crosspoint is we, we want to keep it on the forefront of your minds, what Jesus has done for you. And this week, we would love for you to spend your prayer time with communion. Uh, some tools that we've given you is, is in the email you've received from Beth, there are a couple websites 
of a couple different churches that I found that kind of walk you through the process of how to do communion in small groups. Really good. I didn't need to make one because it's already been done for us. Uh, so check those out. When it comes to doing communion in your small groups, there's one thing I just want to share. Keep it simple. Just keep it simple. You don't have to overthink this. All you need to do as a host or small group leaders, get some bread and get some juice, break it up, get individual servings of both the juice and the bread for every single person in your group. At the end of the night, spend some time, read through those passages that Steve marked for us down in the small, in, in the intersect. Take some time to read that. Take some time to reflect. So maybe put on some worship music, allowing there just to be a moment of quiet. Hand out the elements, right? And then take the elements as a group. One of the things that we do here at Crosspoint, because we do offer communion each and every single week, we, we've made communion a very private thing, which I know is a, a significant moment for people every single week because we hear it all the time. We, they love just being able to take that time during that second worship set and, and spend some personal time with God in prayer, which is great. But one of the things about communion is that communion was never supposed to be done in private, but rather communion is supposed to be something that's done in community. And so when we do communion in small group, what I recommend is, is getting the elements, getting the bread and the juice, getting the individual servings of it, you know, taking some time to walk through these passages, passing out the elements, and then partaking of the bread all together at one time and partaking of the, of the juice all together at one time. And then after you take the communion, why don't you spend some time just, just in thanks to the Lord? Spend some time some time, just giving some prayers of gratitude up to him. I think it can be a really, really sweet time for us in small groups. For those of you who are lucky enough to have a small group on Tuesday night or Thursday night this week, I'm a little bit jealous because I believe it's just going to be a really good time of storytelling, good time of sharing these memories of how God has moved in our lives and a great time of, of partaking in communion, partaking in the Lord's Supper together and really enjoying the fact that God has redeemed us, God has saved us, and God has rescued us, not just from something, but to something. And that's what we do each time we take communion. So guys, I hope you have a great week. We're coming to just the last few weeks of small group. Um, thank you so much for serving. Thank you so much for doing what you do for our small group. We appreciate it. Take care. See you next week.